0: Yo, what is up, all you primetime players, all you primetime fans, all you newcomers that's just coming on to the podcast. This is the Primetime Thoughts Podcast, and I am your host, uh, Primetime Scott 3, or Scotty, or Scott, or Zachariah, whichever one you want to call me by, because a lot of people in other in this community, or just other in my community on Twitch, or just like people that know me just like to call me different names, and literally, I had I- somebody come up to me and was like, Oh, prime time or Scott or, or Prime Primetime Scott i I'm like, bro, like you know me, like why? But ladies and gentlemen, uh my special guest today is the head coach of Zero Gaming uh esports, correct? Or Zero Game Zero Ga- yeah, Zero Gaming Esports. Uh I have coach Easy Money A C and that is his uh Twitter tag, so definitely go check him out on social uh Twitter. Uh but coach, how are you doing today?
1: I'm doing good, man. Uh, What's today? Saturday. Yep. I had some errands this morning, so feeling good. You know what I'm saying? It, as long as uh, it's not snowing where I'm at, thank God. Because <laughs> <laughs> last time in Texas we had a, a snowstorm; it did not end well.
0: <laughs> okay, so you you're probably in like what the northern part of Texas. We're not gonna say the actual. Yeah. Don't say the actual city, but like the northern part of. Texas? Yeah. Okay, I can tell because like I lived in Houston. Uh, for a better yeah. part of my time like uh, like my teenage years uh and I was like in Houston and it never snowed and then like a couple of years ago never it right, finally snowed like I think it was 2016 2017 something like that
1: and, yeah
0: uh, I was like bro I live I lived in Houston for like a, a solid like 10 12 years or something like that
1: never yeah. snowed. I was so, born in Houston actually
0: <laughs> oh man did you uh do you ever go back sometimes?
1: Yeah, I come back sometimes visit family, um, whenever I'm not like busy with school and work stuff like that. Which is rarely <laughs>
0: Yeah. I understand. I definitely understand. Um so growing up in uh northern part of Texas, uh what were your some of your two K beginnings? Like what what made you get into video games and then uh two K and then uh just basketball in general? You can talk about your favorite basketball team or player or something like that too.
1: Right, um, I would say, um, I've always loved the game of basketball, um, no one really showed me, I just, uh, played it when I was like, you know, in school and stuff like that, you know, in PE, and anytime they, they said, oh, you can play basketball, I was, I was one of those. I was like, yeah, <laughs> I, I just loved it, you know what I'm saying, it's just, just active, just good, good workout, um, good fundamentals, but, um, my first 2K, I would say, is 2K9, with KG on the cover, Mhm. I played uh, NBA Live prior to that. I believe it was like 07 with McGrady on the cover. Um, I've played every 2K since. K10 with Kobe, 11, doing all that stuff. The only 2K that I can say that I did not play with confidence, and I'm actually happy about, is 2K18. <laughs> oh, <thank> God.
0: Yes. <laughs> yes, because 2K18 was so bad.
1: <laughs> I, I've heard. I've heard. I, I, so I actually bad. came home from college and... I watched my little brother play. I'm like, bro, this is that's a terrible game. This mm-hmm. <laughs> is bad. Um, but I I've always been like back then, uh, like 2K15, 16, 17. I was actually on Xbox under the gamertag Easy Money Baller, or people used to call me like EMB. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to play a lot of stage, big stage head back then um i don't play as often now because it's kind of like not really the same community i guess Mm -hmm. but i'm kind of glad like they added to the 2k league aspect we'll get into that later yeah um i would say that um you know back then in like 16 17 they had like that little like jordan like forum thing i just played that with my irls you know what i'm saying i never really got to like the competitive aspect of it um 16, 17, I, I just played kind of like, for, or 15 to 17, I played for fun, like the park and stuff like that. Um, I didn't really play much of it until like the summertime when I got home from like college. Um, I would come home and play for like few, the few months that I was there at home, and then I'd go back to college. Um, and then I, and I realized, I was like, what's this 2K League? Mm-hmm. And I see a lot of my stage friends in the 2K League. I'm like, oh, wow, that's crazy. Um, I didn't really get into ProAm until the very end of 2K20. Um, actually, the ver- first person to uh, introduce me to Program was actually Chrome, and someone that you had on the show before. Yeah, shout out. To that Pro-Am. was my boy Chrome.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, he he's actually the first person to introduce me to ProAm because you know we would just play rec together and park and stuff like that, but we never I never understood like how comp it really got. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I started playing at the very end of 2K20 um, with a lot of my, like, my rec friends and Chrome. Mm-hmm. He, he was actually kind of like our on-court coach type player back then. Yeah. And it was just, it was just hoping it was, like, Legends, like, you know, playing. But, like, Legends, you Nintendos, know, what are you going to outweigh more, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, it was, that was a fun part of it. And then I kind of, like, branched off from them um going into current gen 21 mm-hmm. um i play with some of my boys um trey dunk devil and all of them um start playing with them for a little bit and then as soon as next gen dropped i draw. i i joined the next next gen ps5 i was actually like i had like three ps5 starting <laughs> off i didn't know it was gonna be that big to be honest one of them was for me, one of them was my little brother, and one of them was a really close friend of mine. And, and then I realized, oh, man, this Five thing is really limited. <laughs> yeah. And it's still limited today, actually. It's kind of crazy to me. Man, man, Sony um, got to do so
0: much better. So
1: I, better. I agree. I agree. Um, and then I would say I kind of, like, started my own brand in 2K21 uh, Next Gen, my brand, Unorthodox 5 um we actually made that run in rising stars wr rising stars yeah it was actually under my brand but then um my good friend of mine joker Ant, was like you know he kind of like came to me and was like hey let's try put something together you know and then come today is this whole zero gaming thing and i got you know a few of my players in this whole prospect pool and in the pool and Draft coming up February twenty sixth and you know what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure they have a good chance of getting drafted, man. Oh yeah, I definitely
0: think uh, your players have a good chance, man. I I just would like to see uh uh Chrome and uh, I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Your uh, your PG. Uh, I think it was Tex. T- T- yeah, Tex. I I would like to see their stock would've, like people would have looked at them more and like maybe their stock be higher and some of them be on some of these boards. But I know, yeah. I know when it came down to you guys and like being in some of the tech streams, some of Chrome streams, like they're still going to be working. They're still going to be working hard uh, yeah. to even grow their stock even more. So even if they don't get in this necessarily this season, they're definitely going to try uh, what season six would be the next? Yeah. Season six. Correct. They're definitely going to try season six. So I have faith in those guys. I think they're gonna eventually get in. I just hope they uh, they keep up the grind and uh, they keep having faith in themselves. So. Uh, and you're doing a great job, uh, over there at Zillow Gaming with them. you keep it developing them.
1: So, yeah, um, I kind of, like, brought together the whole team, right? Because Tay, Buddha, Bag, Big Face, and myself, we were kind of, and especially UNC, um, we were kind of, like, draft league warriors, they would call it. Yeah. Um, I actually want like, um my first draft league with, with Tay, actually. And, you know, back then, Tay was he was an interesting point guard, man. He, he, all he did was just wanted to put that thing in the basket. I'm like, bro, Tay, like, that's, that's not a point guard. You're a shooting guard playing point guard.
0: Yep. You know
1: what I'm saying? So um, I kind of like, as I was playing with him, I was kind of like helping him developing his passing and his IQ skills as they are today. And he's done a great job of developing that. And um, regarding the whole Rising Stars team, uh, I put them all together. I was like, hey, it doesn't have to be a draft league team. You know, we can make it a BYOT team. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. And that's what we did. We, we, um, we brought together everybody and we went into that deep run into the Rising Stars playoff. Um, I, I that's where I kind of went into my coaching role. Um, I was actually playing on the team and then, um, I think I went like on, like, I went back home or something during the playoffs. So, like, I let, like, you know, the bench players play. And at that point, I was like, you know what? You guys have, you know, the reps and everything. Just go ahead. Even though, like, some of my teammates told me, you know, sub in, come back in and play. I'm like, I'm good. I'm just going to take a step back, kind of get into, like, this coaching role. And that's where I kind of came into this, you know, coaching aspects. So we've oh, been yeah. to a very deep run.
0: Wait, hold on, hold on. I just want to point out not a lot of people, especially in this 2K community, especially in basketball, have that have that mindset of being able I agree. To be humble and set aside their ego for the betterment of their team. So definitely shout out to you and you did a great job. And for all you aspiring coaches that are looking or are any lead coaches or anything like that. This is definitely one of the guys that you want to uh, bring in to to your organization. Because anytime I appreciate somebody, that. nah, man, you're doing great. But anytime somebody could just be like, okay, let me take a step back. Even though you you're you are a starter too, and you're probably like what the starting center. I think I've seen you play center a couple of times.
1: Yeah, I was playing center power forward where the team needed.
0: Okay, so you're definitely playing in multiple positions. You're definitely keeping yourself in the starting lineup. But now you're like, okay, well. These guys are doing good. They have the reps, and then they're making a run in the playoffs, like deep in the playoffs too. So why would I come in and interject myself and mess up possible chemistry and stuff like that? Exactly. So, so that, that speaks volumes of how well your team plays and how well y'all all close together. And it speaks volumes on you personally uh, about how you're, you're, you can set aside your ego for the better of the team. So I'm sorry. I had, I had to just point that out there because like, if you don't point stuff out, people are not going to understand. So I got right. it. i um, you kudos.
1: Yeah, and to that, you know, I felt like I controlled the team better as on the, on the side coach, you know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. to be honest with you, it's really hard to kind of, like, direct the defense or offense when you're playing. You kind of miss the key little details like, you know, foul give how I many fouls we have, etc. How how players are moving, you know, their tendencies and stuff like that. It's kind of hard to keep up when you're in the middle of the game. Bear beast said it really well. They'll retain information, which I try to like do my best when I'm playing. But when you're on the side and you're watching, you know, you're watching them play, you can pick up those little things. So that's why I felt like as an impact, I had more as a coach than I did as a player. Not saying that I was a bad player, right? When I played the game a lot, I was, I think I was pretty decent. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Others might think otherwise, you know what I'm saying? But, so I felt like I had more of an impact controlling the team per se. And I think we did a pretty good job, you know, went all the way to the finals, swept the finals. And then I was like, okay, let's, let's bring in this zero gaming team for pre-draft. And that's when I added, um, works. And Chrome, Chrome's actually an IRO of mine. And Works is someone that I played previously, actually, in another draft league. <laughs> and I, I'm <laughs> i telling you, man, like to all those guys trying to get their name out there, man, draft draft leagues, they're not as troll as you think. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can build connections. You can build, you know what I'm saying? like You can prove to people that you belong in, in draft leagues. Yeah. Um, I, actually, I actually look at some players in draft leagues and saying, like, you know, how they interact with others and stuff like that. Um, But that's when we got to pre-draft. It was, like, Tay, Chrome, Bag Motion, Buddha, and Works. Mm -hmm. Um, Tay at point guard, Chrome at shooting guard, Bag Motion at lock, Works at power forward, and then Buddha at center. Um, Chrome, I knew someone that was coming in as a lock, but someone that I knew that could play like multiple positions, mm-hmm. and he was able to do the thing like you said, put aside his eagle, take a step back, and leg bag motion, and get to that start, uh, starting lock roll. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And it turned out pretty well, if you ask me. Yeah,
0: it definitely did. <laughs> and I was, I'm glad you reached on it because I was definitely like, okay, how do you how do you decide like who's the lock between a bag motion and a chrome? Because both of them could play the lock pretty, pretty I agree. well and pretty great. So, I'm glad uh Chrome was able to like put aside his ego as well, and then you were you were able to convince him like, hey, like I think you could do great at the shooting guard you we already know you could you could uh well have hash lock of shooting guard. We already know you he could be adjustable and stuff like that, and definitely it worked out for you guys great
1: hmm and when I brought in Chrome and worked to the team, I saw guys that were leaders, very passionate, you know. Obviously, they had chemistry with each other already. Um, and that's why i kind of, the culture that I was kind of bringing to bring into zero gaming, right? Mm-hmm. Um, passionate, be, playing for one another. That's, that's the kind of culture that I want to bring in. I don't really care about, like, per se, your stick skill. Obviously, you're going to have to have some. <laughs> but, um, being able to be coachable is, is a very big aspect that a lot of people don't have. And they definitely do, especially, I would say, Bag Motion. He, especially when we, him and Chrome, when we had film sessions, they always like the first one in, last one out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's why Bag Motion, any team would be lucky to have him in the 2K League, to be honest. Yeah. Um, regarding positions, Works and Buddha was four and five. And then ultimately, I decided to switch them and I and I knew that if I brought in works that he can play the four five and same likewise with Buddha mm-hmm. so that's why I kind of like to have versatile players on, on on my team just in case I need to make that switch and I, I feel like ever since we made that switch we became an even better team okay. uh, especially with power forwards regarding PNR nowadays um, Buddha Buddha and bags motions chemistry on the PNR was undeniable so I felt like that way because if y- if y'all didn't know Buddha was on like this six ten metric center you know oh, God. <laughs> yeah we 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 was kind of coming from the 21 meta okay. and we didn't know like these big behemoth centers was gonna be like the meta you know what I'm saying yeah so he, he came in with his six ten and works had a six ten swing on the corner like that and Buddha was going peanut off for the longest time, and so I realized I'm like hey like we're at a dis- disadvantage, <laughs> like it doesn't matter how good we are how much you know we box out those seven, two, seven threes are still going to get a board over us, so I I told him we have to make that switch, um, works is going to make his center, um, and Buddha is going to make a. Power forward, so I can guard PNR, and it helped our team a lot in the long run. Yep. So that's just you know the versatility that I expect from my players, and they were able to bring it and able to adjust to that role as well too. Um, in regards to coaching, like you know, zero gaming, this it's not always you know the grass is greener on the other side. You know what I'm saying? Yep. There's always going to be a lot of you know stuff that we have to work on as a team and as an individual you know what I'm saying but I felt like my players were able to buy into the culture so well that we were able to do so and so that's why when you get a whole bunch of five guys are you know unknown and they have like tremendous team chemistry there's a reason why we made a lot of deep runs this pre-draft
0: yeah yeah definitely did um what what are some of the 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 accomplishments that you had? Let me put it like that because I was thinking trophies, but I'm like, nah. Let's go with accomplishments. What are some of the? Um, we
1: ha- we had a, a few. I would I would I think it's Magic Tony Finals appearance. Mm. Um, Wizard Final Four appearance. We took the champions to Game Three. We had like. A 10 or, like, 12-point lead. Unfortunately, we blew it. But um, that's... I feel like that was the finals. Because they, they, like, kind of kicked ass in the finals. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, we took we them game three. We was up on Lost the lead. Um, Gen I'm pretty sure we went final four as well, too. Unfortunately, Tay had something to come up, so he couldn't play in that tournament. So we had to t- bring in a... Sub, and we made it all the way to the final four. and I feel like if we had Tay, we could have definitely went to the finals and made it to the finals. To be honest, um, Tay Bag and Buddha went Jazz finals that three v three twenty that they held.
0: Yeah,
1: um, they lost to Stage dudes, but <laughs> going to the finals is, it, you know, what I'm saying it's still a hard thing to do. Yeah, six um, ga preseason winner, six ga postseason winner. Uh, NDA winner, uh, LOA, BYOT winner. I think those are just the things that kind of, like, come off the top of my head. Uh, we made some, some deep runs in, like, ADBA and stuff like that too, but we never really got past that, like, Elite Eight, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it was, it's tough, especially in pre-draft with a lot of, like, pros and stuff like that. And we were, we were one of the very few teams that were, you know, thriving without a pro on our team per se
0: so hey that's great to see like i I love to see guys come together like not you it's nice to have like a 2k league player pro but then it's also absolutely it's also great to see like just guys coming together from the community from the uh, competitive side and just being like hey I think we could compete with some of these pro league guys. Like we, mm-hmm. there, there ain't no difference. It's just a matter of who's going to put in more time. Y'all definitely put in that more uh in that time, like. So, uh, so moving on, the the two K league is coming up, uh, season five. Yeah. I seen that you put on uh on your Twitter that hey, if any if any coaches are looking for uh for uh like uh coaches opening spot um uh, there were a couple of opening spots out there did you uh try to apply i think it was hawks atlanta buck i think bucks and then bucks, uh, yeah and then um dukes gaming did you try and apply in and reach out and stuff like that?
1: um i applied to Hawks and lakers mm-hmm. um i didn't get an interview for them i applied to bucks i got an interview with with them i talked to patrick the gm Mm -hmm. we had a very long conversation about culture and stuff like that and i felt like we did have like a great interview but unfortunately due to my non leak experience um i felt like that's kind of like what's kind of like pulled me down the most to be honest Mm
0: -hmm.
1: um but that was for like a head coaching spot right yeah yeah yeah
0: okay
1: because that's what they're really looking for in those head coaching spots um is that they were, you know, trying to find some with experience, especially uh, Patrick. He said that he was kind of familiar with eSports mm-hmm. and and running an organization, but he wasn't too familiar with 2K per se. You know what I'm saying? So he was kind of like that, that really 2K head. Um, but that's that. Um, yeah, I, I had a, the interview with the Bucks. Obviously, didn't get the job but you know something that i've always wanted to do especially even getting an interview in the first place put, being able to put myself out there my name into the like the pool and the community stuff like that that's kind of like an accomplishment itself
0: so oh i'm sorry my roommate's blasting music. i'm trying trying to get copyrighted hold on no problem oh man uh. No, no, I'm doing an interview with a guy on Discord. No, you good. Alright, well good. I told him like I'm not trying to get copyrighted. <laughs> I told <feel> that. <laughs> Alright. Um so you said it was you had a great uh Bucks interview, which is all good. That's all great. Um <laughs> it's just the head coaching experience that's kind of not there just yet but yeah i feel like you're you would definitely make uh be a great coach as like an assistant coach if you you were brought in you just some of these assistant coaching spots are just hard to get sometimes i know man man. (laughs) these 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 little coach these coaching spots just don't come easy uh but i I agree i'm glad to see that you're still grinding uh you're still willing to uh to go out there and still trying to get a coaching spot um now let me let me throw a question for you because I'm originally from New Orleans, right? Mm-hmm. Now the New Orleans Pelicans <laughs> come to the uh, coming to the 2K league. Would you be okay with going to New Orleans uh, either as a head coach or assistant coach? And if so, what's the first thing you're eating once you get to New Orleans?
1: Yeah. um, of course, yeah. I mean. If I was able to, the the opportunity was to able to present itself, you know, obviously I would take the job. You know, I really don't care about the city per se. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just kind of the organization, organization you know what I'm saying? Um, the first thing I will eat in New Orleans is probably some, you know, seafood boil. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> any,
1: man. you know, Good you know, crawfish, no, no crabs, any of that. Yeah, I've, I've been in New Orleans a few times ever since like I passed it going to like, you know, Florida and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. We always like stuff like uh, Cafe Du Monde and stuff like that. Good, and stuff like man, that. Man. It's, it's so good, man. Yeah, <laughs> good,
0: man. See, people, uh, the league is just, just sleeping on it. All the Pelicans organization just sleeping on the league. I don't know, something going on there. And I'm just like, man, yeah. if... If you guys could just come to New Orleans for those six months, man, y'all would love that city so much, man. I I, I absolutely Mm -hmm. know. But you say you don't mind any, uh, going to any team, right? So Mm -hmm. I'm trying to get a Chicago, a Phoenix, uh, a, another LA team being the Clippers, uh, like any team you you wouldn't mind?
1: Nah, I wouldn't. Um, I was kind of hoping for a Houston team, man.
0: Oh, second. <laughs> yeah, I was, mother- I was hoping
1: for a Houston team. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm literally about to move to Houston. Like, after I'm done with my active duty contract, I'm moving right there to Houston. So, I'm hoping for a Houston mm-hmm. team, too. I'm hoping for a Houston and New Orleans by the time I get out, man. like I'm That's going to be me pushing the narrative. Like, there needs to be a Houston and New Orleans team at all times. <laughs> that's going to be my thing. But I agree. It, uh, other than that, uh, going into... The two K League season five. uh, What team are you like? Okay, this team could really like make a run, or this team is the team to uh, look out for heading into season five.
1: Well, um, I felt like if I was a head coach for the Bucks, man, I I could have drafted as a a killer team, but they've done a great job to be honest with their whole entire organization, kind of do like a culture reset, Mm -hmm. you know um keeping plondo um i actually saw him play in vegas he's a he's like a silent assassin mamba you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like he's just so good at the game his iq is just amazing but he's just you know that that silent killer though they need like that vocal leader you know what i'm saying yeah uh and they have they have a lot of draft spots and you know coming into the into the draft and i'm actually really surprised honestly that they didn't even try to um trade away some of the picks you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like um, try and, and try to move b- in
0: the draft or something
1: like that no i would say per se move up in the draft but i would say um i would say like uh like try to trade away for somebody else okay and um, like, kind of like beast move, you know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah.
1: Like somebody like a beast move that the ho- uh, the heat got like a like a killer steal, I believe. Yeah. Or someone like Bass, Duke's gaming killed it. You know, I feel like they they won that trade. Bass, Bass is someone that's that's done well in the league and someone that you know proved time and time again that he's a winner. Yeah. He just need those right pieces around him.
0: I, I'm just interested in seeing with the with the Duke's gaming squad. Like me uh, too. A, a backcourt and bash and Kili. I think that's good. they're gonna be up there. I won't say they're. I like, agree. They're up there to like uh one of the good one of the best backcourts out there. Like a like mm-hmm. a like a war like a Wolves game gaming mm-hmm. like a like a Bear and Kai. I don't know. I we I have to see them, but I feel like mm-hmm. they could eventually get up there. To being uh up there with the with the wolves, but uh, I agree. And then also, I'm so I'm interested in seeing uh how Bash and Mario run this PNR, uh mm-hmm. because I I remember uh Bash and Mario was struggling. Uh no, I'm sorry. fat and Mario was struggling with the Cavs, so I'm wondering mm-hmm. did. Uh, how's how's their communication being in a, a in Mario on um, the PNR offensive wise, uh, and then how Killing and Mario are gonna be too? Because uh, we seen in that in that two K league, like if you don't have that PNR, if you don't have that screen set, it's gonna be really hard getting past some of these locks. I agree. So that's gonna be something interesting to see. Uh,
1: well, in regards to that, right? I just feel like. Mario has a whole entire like like I said the whole culture thing right. Mm-hmm. There's nothing better than playing for home. Mm-hmm. Like you, you're not gonna you're not gonna you know you're gonna put 110% where you're playing for home, and especially playing for guys that believe in you. Not saying that the Cavs didn't believe in him, but you know what I'm saying Deuce Gaming picking him where he, they picked him. You know they're putting all the chips in the table for Mario. You know what I'm saying. And it's either up to him to shine or, you know what I'm saying, or be mediocre. But in, in my opinion, I feel like he's going to do a, a good job because, like I said, there's, there's nothing better than playing for home. You know, the like guys that, that believe in you, the guys that, that put all their faith in you, all you can do is go out there and hoop.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, shoot. So with that, uh, with the Deuce Gaming thing, right? So who who is your, like, your number one, or who is your, your star then? Is it, is it a Mario? Is it a Bash? Or is it Achilles? Like Like, who, who is you saying for a deuce gaming is that guy and should be that leader? Um, I feel like
1: someone said this to me once. I forgot who it was, to be honest. They said that the, your best player isn't your best leader. Sometimes obviously that doesn't work out, you know. Um, I'm I'm a big Kobe fan. Mm-hmm. So, but as you can see with Kobe, you know, he's obviously going to be the best player on the Lakers, but that doesn't mean he's the best leader per se. Yeah. Um I feel like with that team, Bash has the most success so far in the league, but Brees is going to be that glue guy, that that veteran leadership that they need and that they are definitely they, they are definitely needing you know what I'm saying on that team and I feel like he's gonna provide that to that team um, I'm actually I can I really like Beast's game a lot and I feel like his veteran leadership is gonna is gonna go a long way
0: I definitely agree too uh Beezus is off time of is because I see him play both sides is he the locker is he more the powerful I think he's he's he's
1: gonna be um in my opinion, he's gonna be the power force for them okay um he he just went into the finals with the jazz gaming, okay, so I mean he's obviously someone that's been there done that you know what I'm saying they just gotta get over that hump, you know what I'm saying for mm-hmm. that chip and it's it's hard in the league, man it's hard
0: you know what who I would like to see uh get into that deuce gaming spot. Uh, if it's possible, I know they got a draft picker. if if they're if he's in this range, uh, I would like to see uh, bag get in, bag motion get into that that dude squad. I I think uh it would very much help his game because you're putting a rookie lock, but and a great rookie lock at that. But you're putting mm-hmm. a great looking rock around all this uh experience, uh especially with a, um and his PNR partner would be a a, a So mm-hmm. I you put uh bag and bees is together that that sounds like great chemistry right there that sounds like a great defense yeah. right there and then now you got a mario that's coming off weak side like man mm-hmm. that to me that sounds like a good lineup i i hope that dukes, that
1: does sound like a good team too I,
0: I i hope dukes will go for it and hey maybe we come back to this episode i would be like hey i called it first <laughs> but uh i got it's going to be yeah. tough though yeah it's, gonna it's gonna definitely going to be tough uh, I can I can hold that against Harris and Champ out there. Be like, hey, I called that one first. No, <laughs> uh, but
1: nah, it's gonna be tough because they trade away those picks for Bash. Mm-hmm. So I don't think Ducks get until like the thirty fourth or something, and I doubt you know that that bag drops to thirty four. So I doubt that. Too. But but I've, I I think that would be a great squad too. To be honest. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, okay. So. Still talking about the 2K League. Uh, how do you like the format going into the 2K League? More of a torna- tournament uh, setup ra- rather than regular seasons. More tournament wise, and h- how um, tournament points and how you finish in some of these tournaments is how your ceilings si- is going to be. How how do you like this tournament style setup? Honest,
1: I like that more because it brings more of a competitive aspect to the game. You know, you're always playing for something. In the league now, you can't just be like, ah, yeah, we had we had a bad series. Oh well, we can just you know go on to the next game. you can't have that no more. Or you're waiting, you know,
0: or you're waiting until the ticket to start finally yeah just come back around and stuff like
1: that. Yeah, so like that that just brings like the more competitive aspect to the league. I like it to be honest. Um, in regards to like the whole three v three thing, like it's it's kind of tough. Um, cause. Cause I, I like 3v3 and it, I get it pertains to the audience, you know what I'm saying? Because it's kind of tough bringing all like these, these newcomers into like the 5v5 scene cause they're so new into the 5v5 scene too, right? So in regards to bringing more viewership and stuff like that, the 3v3 thing makes a sense. I just, uh, I just I don't know man, like it's just it's just tough. I can't just sit there and be like, Oh my gosh, I'm so excited for three V three you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like it's just something about five V five where you've gotta like move pieces around, move people around, like the IQ aspect of it is is, is tremendous in five V five, but the stick skill is where you're gonna see in three V three.
0: You know, you know what I'm hoping they do for the 3D is actually have it in the gym, in the pro am, or like on the court, yeah. right? Instead mm-hmm. of in the park. Like yeah, I, I agree. If I see it in a park, I'm just like, I'm a watch. Yeah, I agree. But I'm just going to be like, y'all could do so much better. And then mm-hmm. I feel like the league office is going to blame 2K, and then 2K is going to be the league office. But it's like, bro, mm-hmm. like, why would you, if this is your esport, why would you put your eSport in retail park? And now you got to deal with retail park, like latency and all this yeah. retail park crap. It's like come yep. on, down, man! Like,
1: <laughs> yeah, I feel like the poem arena would be the smart idea to do it in.
0: Mm-hmm. Like how they do, how they make it for the five v five, and I hope somebody upstairs, like a Harris or Black Frank White, would say something like that. Like, don't put it in the park. Or, Something, yeah. Right? I, I hope so too. I, I would mm-hmm. hope but like for the for I'm telling you, as a casual, as not even casual fan, as a fan, what casually my eyes is like every time they have the jerseys, every time they have the, the courts, it's not like everybody's in a high school gym. It's like it's mm-hmm. something nice to see at the beginning of the season. Other than it, it makes you feel like this is this is an esport, um, right? Other than that. What, how would you feel about if NBA Live were to make its own eSport?
1: Um, uh, that would be pretty interesting because I, obviously, as I said I played Live prior before. Not any of like the new ones. I think the last one I played was like fourteen. Mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a long way to go with like the mechanics and stuff like that. I, I like their graphics. But the mechanic-wise, it's just, it's just not there, man. Like, 2K has them beat by by 10 times, 100 times, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's the unfortunate part of it in a lot of these sport games, you know, um, Madden, FIFA, 2K, stuff like that. There's no really other, you know, sport game to fight them, you know what I'm saying, to give them that competitive edge. So I feel like they get complacent. And that's where, you know, 2K's been the past few years, in my opinion, they've been getting complacent, Uh especially with this, you know, legend reward. You know, yes, <laughs> the pay. <laughs> yes, that's why I kind of oh, didn't
0: even go that's... for legend because I was like, bro, yeah. like uh, it's not gonna be a good legend reward. Like, yeah, the time. The last time I that's...
1: went was like two K twenty. Uh huh. So... I hit legend in two K twenty because of COVID. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Everyone was just staying home, so I, I finally hit legend on there. And, you know, the mascots and, like, the badges and kicking people off the spot. Like, that's that's cool. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, we like that. But, like, a parrot? Like, come on, man.
0: And then a the parrot that doesn't really do anything.
1: Yeah, like, you can't even have the parrot with the tiger. Everybody's going to have the tiger. <laughs>
0: oh, you can't have the parrot with it. I, I You know what? Yeah. Every time, I noticed that, too. I didn't notice yep. that, but I was like, hmm, I wonder why. I was like, hmm, I wonder why they don't have the tiger in the parrot, like, kind of mm-hmm. like together but it's either or it's either or it's That's tough. so bad <laughs> so bad um okay i'm i'm really running low on <laughs> questions uh it, so anything else you would like to put out there um draft my boys
1: you know bag motion draft buddha draft chrome you know drop all my boys over there um I'm very excited to see where, where Bag goes in this draft. Um, I kind of got him projected going to Bucks. Mm-hmm. Bucks, Mavs uh, are my like, top picks I have for him. Um, with that whole Bucks thing, uh, it's, it's going to be kind of tough, though. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because they have that one veteran leadership, which everybody needs. But then you're going to bring in four new guys right mm-hmm. whether they're bringing four guys that are completely new to the league someone like you know gallo unguardable bag motion you know what i'm saying like that some guys that are like completely new to the league how quick are they going to adapt to that situation and how quick are they going to adjust the league right yeah. it's kind of like going from like college basketball to nba basketball you know what i'm saying yeah they, they say, you see everybody in college basketball, they're, they're like shooting from like half court. You know what I'm saying? Hitting, I don't know, but something about the sliders in college, man. But everybody just hits a game winner, especially in March. In yeah. March, everybody just goes crazy in March. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And, and everybody just goes crazy shooting threes from deep and everything like that. Game winners. And then they get to the league and it's just, now they're in the G League. Nothing, no, you know, obviously nothing wrong with the G League, but you know, you're this top prospect now. Now you gotta go to like development league, and you know, a lot of good players came out of there. But you know what I'm saying? Expectations and stuff like that. It's just, it's just a little different when you're like a, a lottery pick. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But um, any anywhere anywhere that that bag goes, man, and Buddha and Chrome and all them. They they get a fan, <laughs>
0: <laughs> definitely definitely get two fans. Um, yep. So one one last thing, um, the what can we expect from you this uh this postseason? Uh, mm-hmm. And also, will you will be will we see a zero gaming in, in these three v three amateur team tournaments?
1: Um, we will definitely be back post draft. Um, I'm looking to put together a roster now. It's just tough because the draft hasn't happened yet, right? So I got to see what prospects get taken, what prospects get snubbed. And if they get snubbed, you know, do they still want to play the game or do they want to, you know, kind of like take a mental break from the game, you know, come back pre-draft again? It's just there's a lot of things to go into consideration when picking up players. Um, But currently I am actively... Uh, recruiting for Zero Gaming, um, we will definitely be back post draft, and we will we'll probably be um, playing in three v threes and everything like that. Again, really, when it comes to you know zero gaming and stuff like that, we're just looking for low ego players that are willing to put in the work. You know, someone that's willing to buy into the culture, and obviously, as you can see, if you buy into the culture, great things come out of it, right? So, and I feel like it's something that, like, kind of separates me from, like, the other coaches and stuff like that is, like, you know, uh, pre-game, you know, adjustments and stuff like that, tendencies, and then during-game tendencies, too, and adjustments needed, right? Because mm-hmm. I don't know how many times, I I, I got to tell you, but... I would like come home from work, and I'm obviously I'm Central Time, right? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of tough for me to keep up with my team that's Eastern Time. Mm-hmm. So like if they play like a you know like an early series, which they often try to do because we have so many series to play a night, or every other night, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I would come home from work, and they would be like, after game one, and game one is done and all i all I get is a text in the in the Twitch, uh Twitter chat is easy join the party, we're down 0-1. oh one
0: and a, and
1: and every time I swear to you, God, every time we're down 0-1, I join the party and we somehow miraculously reverse sweep this I'm like <laughs> oh man y'all said like y'all have like I feel like the only time we had a great like one game series is in that uh. What was it? I think it was magic. Magic, magic, yeah. At the very beginning, like a lot of games were like Bo ones, and we would just flood a lot of teams, or we would like beat them. And then, but when we get to the Bo threes, we always lose game one. I'm like, you guys gotta treat every game like a Bo one. You feel me? Yeah. But um, I feel like that's just a strength of mine that I have in regards to like pre games and post games and in game adjustments. Stuff like that. Um I, I I pick up a lot of tendencies from players when I watch their film and stuff like that. My my players my players including and then other players also too. So I feel like that's just a lot of things that that coaches need to put into the game, especially in game adjustments, those are the most important things, right? Mm-hmm. Um you you know like the most famous quote I have for bag, you know, big time players make big time plays, right? Yep. And I and like I'm, I'm telling you, like ninety percent of the time. Every time I say that, he makes a big time play. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: And I'm like, hey man, yeah. I mean, I can say all I want, but you're the one that's that's you know controlling your player. So like, you you're the players making big time plays. And I, I was kind of telling him the same thing in Vegas, man. And I was I was watching them play and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I was kind of like behind him like telling him to, like, mind his business, kind of telling him, like, you know, play tennis, like, stuff like that, and he would actively be listening to me while he's playing the game, which is tough because the environment is so loud, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's why I kind of want to talk to you about a little bit of the Vegas trip. Oh, okay. You know, um, UPA did a really great job of of putting that together. Shout out to LAB, shout out to uh, UPA. Yeah. They did a tremendous job putting that all together. Um, I actually went to Vegas recently before I went back out there again for the UPA thing. So I was just out there, but um, I took my girl with me. And unfortunately, you know, Zero Gaming wasn't able to uh, be represented there. But as you can see, Zero Gaming players had a lot of, you know, Talk and shine during the the Vegas event. Oh yeah, <laughs> those guys
0: <laughs> definitely stood out. In um,
1: can, and can y'all imagine like you know Bag and Buddha on the same team? Oh man, that would've been crazy, right?
0: Those chats are gonna <laughs> be funny, and then every time we cut into the calm stud, that's gonna be funny. Yep,
1: yep. <laughs> and um, yeah, they did a they did a great job. You know, I, I kind of walked in there. I I met a lot of my my guys over at I am Um and I was kind of helping them a little bit out um, with the IM team on the Xbox side um, with their game against Bodega Cat. Um, I kind of like helped them with kind of like what they were kind of like doing a little bit wrong and trying to give them adjustments like after the game, mm-hmm. and they did it. And, you know, they swept. Same thing with the High Cal series, um, High Cal versus Breakout. Yeah. Um, a lot of people had Breakout over High Cal, but I I knew some two of the guys over there that um, that's part of IM program. Mm -hmm. so i decided to help them out too and they did they did a great job you know it should have been a sweep but you know it should have been a sweep but but dimes i'm telling you man something about dimes he he gets like the best last second stop or like the most 2k stops ever man and i don't know what it is i don't know if it's experience or he just been there done that or he's the luckiest player on earth been, but probably
0: been there, done that. But then sometimes he does get lucky too.
1: But yeah. he he did a he did a great job of you know game game two stuff. But game three, that's when they really locked in, and I kind of like helped them with their adjustments and stuff like that. And and they uh, end up being a, a breakout, which had a lot of great players on that team: yep. uh, my, Dimes, Pixel, Glowski, and Blondo. Yep. So and I always I would, I would try to, you know, root for the underdogs, so.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of ve- uh, Vegas and UPA, U- U- P- uh, where's the next place you would like to see UPA uh, U- go? Um, uh, I
1: feel like if I really wanted, I wanted back at Dallas so I don't have to travel anywhere, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying, but um, anywhere in Texas is cool um, I, but like the real like me being a realist you know I feel like it's gonna be somewhere like Florida or Atlanta maybe you know what I'm saying yeah I, I feel like especially Florida with like orlando with like the whole entire like esports arena
0: yeah the full even the Wizards.
1: i think the wizards just had a new like esports arena
0: yeah that's gonna be interesting if if they could somehow get in there the wizards one Mm -hmm. and then uh Mm -hmm. somebody had said the full sales arena i'm like i don't know how yeah y'all gonna get connections to get into full sales but that would definitely be dope to see
1: that would be dope
0: um i I would me personally I, i would like houston but then I was like where Me too. where yeah. where in Houston could they really go? <laughs> exactly. And then somebody said uh I think it was uh Chris Chris uh, Chris Tom, uh Chris Turner. Chris Turner. He had said New Orleans, but then I was like, bro, there's like nowhere in New Orleans they could go unless they just like yeah. everybody brings their own stuff and they just go to the uh to the convention center. But then you doing that, it's kinda of like uh you should probably go to eSport already arena or something, something yeah, like that. I agree. Uh, but my choice would be Houston. I agree with you, definitely. Uh, a full sales Orlando or Miami. I and mean, then I kept, yeah, I kept seeing New York and LA. New York and LA, New York they and can't, LA.
1: man. They can't.
0: I was that's what I was saying. I was like, bro, like, you know how much. Covid is will be possible. Like mm-hmm. how many people will possibly get covid in LA and New York and all different. Stuff. And LA is very
1: strict. Yes. Very strict.
0: Hey, I was it. Yep. It, both both places are very strict mm-hmm. too. So it's like it's, yep. that's gonna be tough to try and get into LA or New York. So yeah. But I think the guys at uh, UPA they, they could definitely get it done. Um. Um. Anything else you got? Um, nah, man, I
1: think that's it, man. I appreciate you having me on the show, man.
0: Nah, man, thank you for definitely uh reaching out. Uh, definitely, yeah. Now, and for anybody else that want to reach out and do an interview, man, like, hey, I'm always available, come through. Uh, hey, if you want to tell any of your other guys like to come through, let them come through. Um, we'll sit down, schedule something, and um. Uh, Whatever you said, y'all go check out uh, Easy Money and uh, Zero Gaming. Uh, the, both of the links are going to be right there and down below. And with that being said, peace. Uh, and catch y'all very soon.